All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you doing today? I'm sleepy. So <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Get ready for a thrilling podcast. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, everyone will really enjoy it. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. I'll show you. <laughs> uh, how yeah. are you? I'm 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 here. That's I'm salvaging I'm salvaging crap and I'm not gonna get a lot for it. That's how I'm doing. I, you shouldn't get a lot for crap. Ah uh, well, CG agrees. <laughs> All right. Maybe I am CG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I just spent like the last the entire time we were on on the starting soon screen clicking gear materials to salvage on my alt account and all of that time and all of that gear and i got 107 circuit boards and 104 brontium wiring oh. <sighs> that's spicy so, so i can go up two levels <laughs> yeah it feels bad man yeah bronzium is such a pervasive like it just takes so long to get uh, enough stuff for for it it feels it feels awful and you're like oh man i got all this resources this is awesome you start clicking on it you get rid of like of the big stack that you have of, of some resource and you're like oh okay so i'm gonna have to use another resource but i can get two levels of bronze wiring and that's it but yeah oh man yeah it's it's uh it's a challenge the, we were just talking about it before we got on here, but just like talk, my main account doesn't care. Like no bronzium issues. Right. My biggest thing is signal data at this point. I sound like a real yep. Karen. <laughs> yeah, me too. On my on my main account, I have fifteen hundred of the circuit board and bronzium wiring at least, but I have zero signal data. What do you do? Let me hold on before I. Okay, so yeah, what do you do with your conquest currency on your main? Like, what's what's the main purchase there? Conquest currency, uh, signal data. As soon as I get it, yeah, instantly. That's, that's yeah, and then I buy. Um, usually, it is a gear twelve plus piece, like yeah. the. Uh, um, usually it's the Mark III hollows, so I can convert them into Zin Biddles. Nice. That's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I I just buy honestly, I on on my littler accounts, I even buy the bronzium with conquest currency. Uh, it's probably not a great deal, but I'm just like I guess so desperate for it. Yeah, no, I get that. I I definitely get that. Um, my alt account is happy. I finally did. I get Gideon, or am I about to tonight? Uh, the new Gideon. Nope, I got him to R seven yesterday, and so now I can finally start relicking stuff that aren't requirements or are just fun. <laughs> uh, but I need so much bronzium wiring to do that now. Because I want to bring a bunch of my R7s to R8 on that account. And uh, I need so much signal data and you name it. And we, you, you know, you name it, I need it, essentially. 
I hear you, man. Um, yeah, I I think going. I think I love seven going seven to eight because you you need the you need uh the blue signal data or whatever it's called the yeah I think blue. So you you need that a lot of that, and that's tough to get. But it it it's your freedom from bronzium. Like you once you get to relic seven, uh, it's it's like it's like the thing I always do. Like on my on my. Uh, alt accounts what i'll do is once i if i have someone stuck at gear 12 my the first piece i could i usually try to stick on a character is the the finisher piece because then at least i'm done with cairo forever on that <laughs> yeah. character yeah yeah i agree <laughs> and once once you get to uh you know and it's not even for like this the stats are nice the speed is nice all that stuff but that's not even why i do it i'm just like I need that check mark to tell me I'm done with Cairo. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but but then the the next hurdle is once you get to relic seven, then you get to relic eight, and you don't have to spend bronzium anymore. Yep. And that's that's the next you know so so like those are the two most epic milestones for me is uh the, just gear twelve with the with the finisher check mark, and then um. Relic seven. Those are the ones I look forward to the most. As, yeah. as silly as that sounds. Yep. Nope. I agree. Um, yeah. <sighs> look at this. I'm already ready to fight with chat. Like multiple people saying Dark Gideon are bad. I don't I don't understand it. I don't. <sighs> Wait, so... we're admitting that a character that just like lets you Let's you just button mash your way to <laughs> killing CLS is bad. That's... We're admitting that an instant win button is bad. <laughs> I, oh. I'm not what saying. What are you doing, chat? I'm not saying that you need to rush to get Moff Gideon necessarily, or you know, Dark Trooper Moff Gideon. But I like he's he's nice, man. I've seen him pull off a few things that I was like, huh. I didn't yeah. think he could do that. I kill so many things with him in GAC. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like I am killing. I killed three Star Killer teams on defense. I killed uh, Tuscan Warrior Drones this week, and I killed CLS with some of these with an R three Gideon that only has the lead Zeta because my alt didn't have enough Zetas to okay. apply. Um, nice. Like. When your R three, when your R three single Zeta tune is killing the best non GL teams on the board, like that's if that's a failure now, God, every character that's going to be released from here on out is screwed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think he's he seems just fine to me. Whether or not he ends up being a powerhouse, a lasting one, like like Cat or you know Maul, and end up. Like Maul's Maul's uh, viability continues to just go up and up and up. Like Cats has been really high forever, and it hasn't really come down at all. But Maul yeah. keep it keeps being like it went from usually you just want him with Lord Vader too. How can I make a way so that I can use Maul somewhere else? Like how how can I actively find something? Because Maul Maul does a lot of stuff. I don't know if I don't know if Spiky Head Moff Gideon can do that, but. Uh, you know if he's gonna have that same utility, but he's he's pretty good, man. I I think 
I, I'm pleasantly surprised, and I'm sure he even does more in Territory Wars. I think I even have oh, one yeah. of his crons, but um, not that I've used it, so that's cool. Well, yeah, uh, yeah I think so. He's not going to be Mauler Cat, but we can't we can't compare Conquest tunes to Mauler Cat because both of them are just absurd. It's kind of like they released those two and are like, uh, we need to turn this power level down a little bit. Um, yeah. but they're like Mal- the hook yeah right but like darth dark gideon makes it so you can't like the ai can't kill his team if you have a team on defense with turn mater gain dark gideon is going to be able to kill them because they're gonna hit you for like one damage based on his kit i don't yeah it's uh Oh, he, he the team is so good, and it's not be it's not just because of that Gron. I actually tested him because uh, I was curious against the Star Killer uh, team on my alt yesterday. Yeah, it would have been yesterday. Um, and I didn't use the four hundred percent defense to offense Gron, and he still destroyed. I mean, just destroyed a Star Killer team. Which is awesome, man. I I love to hear it. Yeah. yeah. The question is, what is the Scout Trooper Cron propping him up? I think that that's my biggest question. I don't I don't use the Scout Trooper Cron with him. <laughs> so okay. that answer is no, no. Um, mostly because I um I don't have one on my alt, so I, I'm not using the Scout Trooper Cron. Um. I I use just because it's the one I have. I use the stormtrooper Kron with him. Oh, the stormtrooper. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, because you're reducing turn meter, with that. Well, because he causes he calls everyone to a, to uh, taunt, doesn't he? I still don't know the kit yeah. super well. If I'm being honest, like just full disclosure, <laughs> uh, like you. That that's the that's the luxury of. I mean, my main account doesn't really need him. Really, like. Not truly. He seems like a cool character. I've used him a couple times. He's fine. Um, but I, I'm not like, oh, I, he fills this need that I have. I think that that's the biggest condemnation. Is it's like, <laughs> I, I wish he could beat Malgus. I wish he could do that. That's that's what I wish. But um, otherwise, if he can't beat Malgus, then I, I don't absolutely need him right away. Uh, in territory wars, he seems like he's probably someone you really do want. But I don't, I don't have that level of urgency for territory wars. So whereas you've learned the kid a little more, probably I'm just like, ah, we'll we'll learn, we'll use old trial by error. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and man, it's... he he gets his he gets his trash kicked by Adrad. I've killed him twice with Adrad oh, yeah. so hard. It's not even close. He's not a defense team. Um, actually, the irony is, if you don't have Adrad, he is kind of a difficult kill. But um. If you you just save Adrad for the back zone if you don't see him in the front. Um but he is so his kit is so broken. So you start you start with 75% crit damage and 75% offense on the lead. And then every time he uses a special ability, your team stacks an additional 10% offense. So by like his third turn 
your entire team has 105% crit damage and 105% offense. How is that? How do people say that that's going to be bad? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, and he's complete. He's completely uh, 100% crit avoidance, and he's got a stupid amount of defense. Um, I don't know. Apparently that's apparently that's trash though. I people amaze me. It is. It's pretty bad. I wish she was better. Yeah, God, I, I hate killing the best B teams on the board. It's just, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, poor us. Life is hard. <laughs> right, um, I, don't, I don't know how we shall survive. Uh, okay, so let, let me ask you this. And um, if, if you could choose to go without one, uh, which one? And I guess, I guess it's almost not fair because one is Territory Wars and one isn't. But, like... Which one do you think is better, though? Malakos or Dark Trooper Muff Gideon? Oh, man. I think Malakos is getting propped up by this Kron much more than Gideon is. Okay. Uh, that's not to say Malakos is bad. Please don't take it as me saying Malakos is bad. But I think he is getting propped up by this Kron much, much higher than Gideon is getting propped up by the Kron. Um, All right. I, I sometimes I just don't even use the Kron hardly. Like he's for Malakos. I think I think the the biggest thing about Malakos is he just doesn't like he, he doesn't do anything other than GAC. He GACs really well, and then the other ones he's like ah, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm less of an asshole. Yeah, I mean in TW you need a counter for him, but if you just have Gidme. He dies for a 20. <laughs> like, and that's with his cron. In two weeks, um, you're gonna put him on the TW board and he's just gonna die. That's that's in TW. It's that simple. Um Gideon is good in every every game mode. He's an auto auto win in TB. He's in GAC, he's killing all the B teams, and in TW, he's just killing. Um, so I think I think Gideon might actually end up being better than Malakos. We'll see. We'll see when the Krons expire. Conveniently, both of them lose their quote-unquote Kron, their Krons at the same time. Sure. Which, I, I mean, I think there's a decent chance that we still get an Imperial Remnant set uh you know of crons honestly uh maybe not but it seems like that's possible i i do think i think that one thing about malakos that's nice is it kind of if you're if you've been farming characters that are required you kind of just have a pre-built team for him like you might want to get a, a fulcrum going or whatever but you know if you have seer and uh baby cow uh, you don't necessarily have to have them at relics, but you do have them at least gear twelve, in order to get Jedi Cal. And yeah. then Seer is going to be higher, you know, relic seven if you want to do the, if you want to do territory battle mission with them. So like Malakos is kind of just like one character farm as opposed to that's my biggest question mark on my alt. Like my alt has a pretty robust selection of like weird farms, like you know weird farms that I've worked on and stuff and. I just I have I have Moff Gideon at, at Relic One 
and that's it. The rest of that the rest of that faction, I'm gonna have to farm specifically for Dark Trooper Muff Gideon, and that that's part of like, well, it can wait. Like if it's just one character, then yeah, let's rush him. But I, I can kind of wait for him. You know, if if I have to farm, like Stormtrooper's not ready, Death Trooper's not ready, etc. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I get that. Um, that that part of it makes sense. Just man, Gideon has gotten me out of a lot of <laughs> a lot of hard boards on defense this week. I'm surprised you're seeing. Uh, people keep saying that they're seeing a lot of Star Killer on defense, and I I don't know why people do that. I I don't. I mean, maybe it's okay here and there. I just um. Like Grievous is still a thing. Like my Grievous still kills the hell out of Star Killer teams. Like even even my like mostly Gear Twelve Grievous team killed a Star Killer team recently on my little account. You know, uh, and, yeah. and it was like a fully relic Star Killer team, and it was. I don't know. I'm I'm surprised I see that, but I mean it's nice that D- Dark Trooper that that's added utility. I just I, I haven't right. seen it that much. I guess. Yeah, I I've I saw the team twice this week oh yeah i and i agree with you i i think before this i haven't seen star killer that often but this week for some reason i have um it's probably just because of the ufu crowns because every single or every single one it was twice both of them had the the repost uh crowns like the Haha, we're gonna trick you and hit under your protection and Gideon's like, haha, you're not gonna take a turn. Too bad. Um <laughs> that, uh, he's kind of Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. fun, man. Um Oh, surprise of surprises. Hot ski patrol have gotten two times in a row the raid, uh the the six sixty six reward. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. But we were, I thought we for sure we weren't going to get it. I'm sorry. I know I'm just totally changing the subject. I just, um, <laughs> I just looked and I was like, oh, because we were six hours away and we were like just barely at like the 400 box. <laughs> and apparently everyone was like, no, we actually do want the rewards. I'm like, oh, you nice. do? Okay. Well, good job. <laughs> Yay. Yay for yes. us. <laughs> We've done that twice now, so maybe that's going to be a regular thing. It's good. Ah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, not not that Hot Ski Patrol doesn't have people who work hard. I just, I, I feel like the motto for Hot Ski Patrol tends to be like, you know, live your other life as well if you can. You know, like don't don't like hurt yourself too bad, but then also you know do well in the game. But but you know like that that's why it's like well territory wars why why are we gonna put a huge amount of effort into it when when you can get decent rewards without it you know um, yeah so yeah that's that's just nice anyways anyways so dark trooper muff Gideon he you, you'd say you'd say he's I, it seems to me like he's actually better than Malakos in the sense that he's usable in more game modes yeah easily. I, mean, Mal- I think I like that. Malikos, technically, if you give him his full team in TB in the middle section, he's an auto-win team, except for his team is always needed everywhere else. It's like you get to day two, and Baby Cal and Seer have to go 
to the Zepho unlock mission. And then then they are both wanted in Zepho. And it's like every every time you're like, uh, oh, darn, I, I don't have Seer or I don't have Cal for this team, so I can't use it. And that's not true for Gideon. Right. No, you're right about that. Um, <clears throat> overall, I mean, I, I like, I, I do. I, I think one of the one of the most important things CG has done, honestly, like, I, I, we've said this before, but I want to kind of add on to it. So the idea of, you know, this game is unique. It get like, versus a lot of the other games out there, where if you really want a character, you can get it eventually for free if you want yeah. to yeah. like it's everything's available to everyone like not not immediately all the time but even even characters like they, they do actually have a way that if someone wants to save their crystals for a long time and they save enough then they could just quote unquote whale out and buy the gamble packs because it's just crystals like you can get crystals for free in the game if you wanted to get like a free to play player could in theory conceivably i doubt it's i doubt there's many if if any at all they could have a, a bokatan mandalor right now yeah you know like that that's possible the, the theory it's possible and one way or another you can always get these characters i think i feel like the next step though that i really like cuz we've we've said that like oh that's cool like that's unique people can always get the characters that they want eventually that's why malgus is like uh ah, maybe not Mal malgus <laughs> is one of the characters that it's it's very challenging to get but um without spending or having played at the right time i do think conquest however is another level of that where uh, you know and calvin has said it too before of just like as a free-to-play player, you get this really cool, like, legendary level tune, yeah, for free. Like, if, as long as oh, you're, yeah. as long as you're engaged in conquest and working on it. Like, my little account is it, like uh, he has a relic seven Malakos now, and destroyed Lord Vader with it once, and Ray with it once this week. Like, amazing stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just a cool thing. Like, I I love that. Sometimes you just get these characters for free. For I just love that aspect of it. It's a good thing for the game. And I don't know. Then you have Bogaton Mandalore. That if the free-to-play players want exclusivity, or not free-to-play, the pay-to-win <laughs> players want that exclusive character that no one else has, they have that option too. Like I feel like it's a good mix. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's here's the question for you. Speaking of Bogaton. How have you beaten Bo-Katan this week? I haven't seen her. No one I faced had her, at least not on defense. Yeah, me too. Um, I know I know on offense with with her Omicron, she's she can beat uh Jedi Master Kenobi and Lord Vader. Um Nice. I Starkiller is an easy win against her. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but I also feel like Starkiller killing her is sort of equal power. Because like you said, Conquest characters like... Oh, wait. Starkiller's not even a Conquest character. Uh, Starkiller is a legendary against a legendary. So I think I feel like that's an even an even uh, trade there. Yeah. Um, 
CLS being an easy win, that's not an e- easy, even trade. Um, yeah, I, I, it's just really interesting. So there's only 400, <laughs> there's only 400 Bokutons in, in like the top Kyber 2 and Kyber 1. Um, so I just I haven't seen her much either. I didn't run a compare for the start of the week uh, for my main account, so I, I there may very well have been a Bo-Katan in my group. I was high enough that that would be pretty plausible that there'd be a few, but uh, that it just it never materialized for me. No, none of the people I faced had her at least. Um, and honestly, everything that I've heard is that I mean, sure, on defense is fine first week, first couple weeks because. Like, there are probably some times that I would have gone into the back zone and been like, oh, I actually don't have something that beats her. Damn it all. Um, you know, yeah. I, I don't know anything about how to beat that team yet. But what I've heard is she gets beat by some pretty absurdly uh, low-cost, low-value teams, which, I don't know. I, I'd prefer to have a character that's actually a challenge on defense, challenge to beat on defense. Um. I'm going to give you an early adopter and buy, you know, spend $900 on her at least. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you, but I feel like nothing is really great on defense right now. Um, I have seen more people say that they've scored 1840, including you this week. than <laughs> I have in like the yeah. past five weeks or five GACs. Um, I thought I put a pretty decent defense down, but yeah, it was, um, <laughs> the scores that I'm getting show me I need to put harder stuff, like more stuff on defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just um we're in a very we're in a very offense heavy meta right now. Um it's it's interesting. So I don't know if I don't man, I faced twice this week on my main account, I faced five GLs plus a couple legendaries, plus, like, Zori as the worst team, and still scored over 1,800. Like, we're just... This this season is, like, the season of efficiency. Well, the thing that sucks about that is, right now, we also have one of the most defense-heavy Kron sets out there. Once that's gone... Like, unless they replace it with something equally defensive heavy, which they might, you know, a percent defense stat would not surprise me at all for the next Kron set. Uh, Like, once that's gone, though, it'll be even easier on offense. Yeah, I do think all the defense people were spoiled, though, because we went eight months straight with a super heavy defense, either level... Three level six or stat. Like it was just eight months straight where you couldn't get away from four minute fights. Because you, you figure we had uh it was the level three that gave in the entire team seventy five percent health and defense. Yeah. Um then that bled right into this cron set of Oh yeah, we're just gonna stop you from getting strong hits against half of the teams on the board. And by the way, twelve hundred percent defense on Ufus. Um, you Very know, gross. 
we've had eight straight months of stupidly high defense. I'm okay with taking a season where it's like, okay, I can breathe and not do four minute long fights. I got an 18-29 and lost to a guy who just didn't drop any fights. I dropped one, and he got an 18-34 and beat me by five. And that sucked, man. I was like, I feel like I had a pretty good defense, but he didn't feel that same, the same way. (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I'm just happy that Man, just one, just one GAC. We get one GAC of fresh air, and then they're probably going to slap us down again next set. Oh, probably. I mean, I, I think if you look at how much money people are spending on this cron set versus the last one, I, my guess is that it's not even close. Yeah, but I don't think that's that's not even because of the defense stat. Like, I guarantee you, if this cron set had armor pen the same as the last armor pen crown set that money would be spent just as much it just the the stats just suck so bad like it's what you you used to be able to get 400 armor pen if you spent enough on rerolls and this set the max you can get is 100 yeah it's obscene how little you can get like i i really don't even Sometimes I'm like, oh, I have two of the two crons that do basically the exact same thing. Uh, I guess I'll choose the one with a little more armor pin. Right. But yeah. otherwise, it's not even worth paying attention to. It, it just really isn't. And the way they split the the crit chance, like I already didn't want crit chance, like a blanket crit chance, but but that was fine. Okay, that that's the stat. It's not completely right. worthless. Uh but but now it, you have to have a the specific right kind of damage for the crit chance. It's uh, this is the, I, I would I would guess that this is the worst stats that any cron set has ever had. I don't think that that's, I don't even think that that's probably that much of a stretch. I can't I can't think of, the, none of the stats are even desirable to me right now. Yeah. In, in their current iteration. Yeah. No. I agree. I, I'm not. I can't disagree with that one. Um, yeah. I, I, oh, the, I'm scared for the next set. I've already. I've already started. So I know a lot of people. I just said screw this on conquest the second they finished. But man, I've been hitting sector or the yeah sector four hard to make sure I save up enough that. I am going to have a ton of uh, Mark 1 and Mark 2 reroll materials for when this set expires because <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to need them on the next ones. Yeah, probably, man. The, uh, we, we, we probably will. I'm also trying to make sure I get a few level nine, well, a few more level 9s than I wanted to just in case I want a little extra signal data. Uh, or not signal data, sorry. Um cash data yeah what whatever that stuff is the currency for datacrons um i guess we'll get the new mod set or the new cron set pretty soon huh probably maybe next week uh maybe next week because we have an update coming next week um so maybe they give us the cron set at the same time I guess so, I guess we'll see because 
they've been doing the Quran set releases the week before the new Conquest, which would be two weeks from now. Yeah, um, are we not getting a, an update this week? Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm, my weeks are off. Hold on, this is new week. Yeah, no, we are getting an update this week. If only just to get new, um, galactic challenges. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I messed up because Conquest is still going on when normally it's expired earlier today, so I'm a week. By next week, we need the the um the the new data crowns. We're getting an update this week. We need the new data crowns by next week. Conquest conquest going on is just messed up my internal schedule. Mm. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll probably should expect a new character this week then. New character or or new ship? Yeah. 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 Last year it was new character first and then a new ship like toward the end of the month, which they don't right. have to they don't have to copy that exact thing. But yeah, they the data mines have kind of indicated that we will get but one of each, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it looks like. Which, I mean, yeah, okay. I, I am I don't mind all the chases because you get a seven star, quote unquote, cheaply. Like if you spend money, you're getting a seven star. Um, mm -hmm. so. I I don't mind that. And they made it so I don't need to spend on Bo. Um so I'll get yeah. a new chase ship. Yeah. Yeah, like what, five thousand crystals or something like that? It, it's essentially the fifty dollar pack, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad and, if you're gonna spend some money. Or or if you just have some crystals saved up. Well, so on my um on my alt, I I have five thousand crystals saved right now, um. <laughs> so I I'm ready for the chase. I saw that data mine, and I'm like, nope, I'm, I can't count on this being as good at five stars as Marauder was. So let me start saving crystals up, and so I should have enough crystals for the chase, on my alt as well. Nice, I. I'm annoyed because I think I, I was going to have enough crystals to uh, get Leviathan to seven stars on my oh nice on my alt. Well, that would be really nice. Honestly, <clears throat> I feel like that's holding me back right now. But um, I mean, I might have to just spend those on on the new ship, depending on what it is. Yeah, well, we'll see what the new ship is. Um, what do you think? What do you think it could be? What fleet needs a new ship? Um, I, I think to me, the two that kind of need the biggest boost, um, uh, it would be like endurance, maybe give us like a reason to use Marauder with endurance. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, I mean, negotiator with Marauder is, is really strong. So I, I'm not unhappy with Marauder. I just, I feel like CG was like, Hey, we reworked this ship and everyone's like, no one cares. <laughs> Oh, uh, yep, pretty much. Uh, so maybe a Galactic Republic one that goes with Marauder, or uh, I mean, maybe Home One, or maybe Separatist. I guess there's there's, there's three, maybe yeah. Resistance. There's, there's there's a lot of a lot of fleets that I'm like, yeah, that's still not a very good fleet. Right. I um. I hope it's not 
Galactic Republic, it's going to need to be like the Millennium Falcon was for me to stop using Marauder with Negotiator. Um, because right. it kills it kills profundity with Bigs and it kills the triple attacker. Like <laughs> Mace better be killing Leviathan if you're gonna introduce a new ship that steals Marauder off of uh off of Negotiator. Right. Uh, I mean well yeah. yeah, there's just too much utility with Negotiator right now. Right. Um I I think it's going to be a resistance or a first order ship. Um, because since Marauder came out, first order gets less and less use. Like if you if you just look at the GAC insight numbers and re- like scroll it down to only Kyber one, um, first order get is like Marauder came out and it just it just went completely downhill. I've started using first order a little bit more just so because I if people place people if people place the Marauder uh team with Negotiator, which that's the true FU ship defense, by the way, is Negotiator with uh Marauder and then uh you know either Profundity or Executor and then Leviathan. Like that's the FU defense. Yeah. It really exists. Yeah. Um but I've I've been killing I've been killing Executor with First Order sometimes. Okay. I I don't. Um I just use profundity. Sure. That's <laughs> uh I've because I've actually been placing Marauder on defense. Because I took Leviathan on offense all all last season and this season, and it is it is glorious. Every person that says dagger or mark six in the starting lineup, I'm like, okay, thank you for the 74. Let's move on. Um it's sure and then i just keep profundity to take out their uh triple attacker and then empire cleans up anything else and i don't have to sweat ships at all and granted my opponents don't have to sweat ships too badly but i'm okay with that i i can win on the ground that's fine with me yeah that's fair i like I don't know. I like a little bit of challenge in ships, and then sometimes, sometimes ships will save me every once in a while. I think one of my matches on on my main account this week actually, I I have the endurance with Marauder right now on defense, and because everyone places more mal- uh, malevolence, uh, and so with my Galactic Republic with Negotiator, even without Marauder, I, I'm getting like a, a 76, 75, okay. 76 every time. So um, right. I, I just I've, I've been throwing Marauder with endurance and uh, it got a hold for me and it, it won. actually it was against a guy in your guild in fact. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's fancy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I do. I do think first order could use something. I resistance. I mean, God, resistance still only has four ships total. Um, like. Right. Do something about that, CG. Do something. Um, right, yeah. Release release uh, another bomber. We could just have... We, they could release uh, Rose's hot sister. <laughs> and she could pilot another bomber. Like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Man, that would be great. Have her have a sacrifice of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't care that much about the resistance fleet. Um, I like the idea of every new capital ship, people thinking that resistance might be a good idea to beat the new ship. Oh yeah, every single time. Every single time. Well, just take out take out their ship. And you're like, I didn't get a turn. <laughs> yeah, I it didn't work. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, if a separatist ship comes, though, could be a sign of trenchy things in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been telling me it couldn't possibly be trench for the next capital ship. It, maybe it's not, but I, yeah, the the reasoning is well, we had a dark side ship last time. It has to be light side this time. I, I don't think CG plays by those rules, though. I don't think they care. Frankly, yeah. Well, so. I I used to know this. Uh, they do like it is a very general, a very general thing where they like to keep it somewhat balanced, but it's not a hard and fast. <laughs> well, we can't we can't release this because we released you know a dark side last time because they have, let's see one two three four five six dark side cap ships and one two three four five light side cap ships. Um, but, like, Executrix and Chimera aren't getting used at the same time. Um, I guess you could say that about Home 1 and Profundity, too. But, yeah, I don't think they have to, or they even think themselves that they have to hold hard and fast to those rules. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think they care that much. A little bit, maybe. Um, I'm looking right now. At at the uh, the different releases that they've had, um, let's see. Uh, it, it looks looks to me like they have we haven't had a dark side or a light side uh, conquest for like last year. I don't think we had one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think it was all dark side conquest. Not not that it's the exact same thing, but like CG. Just didn't care that much. And then what's the next one? Uh, you know, like we're working on Bane. So, and then right. they're like, like he had to go out of his way to say, the next one's light side. Like, right. It's, I promise it's, it's light side. It's noteworthy when it, yeah. Yeah. It, so, yeah, I, I just, uh, uh, whatever. If, if it's not, if it's not trenches ship, that's fine. I, I don't really care. I don't have a dog right. in that fight or whatever um but I, I would also i also don't think that saying cg has to alternate is actually a, a an argument that is going to get you very far like they very well may adhere to it or they may they may accidentally adhere to it they're like oh right yeah okay cool we accidentally put took a light side capital ship that's cool <laughs> right yeah i don't think they care one way or the other um like i think they generally care but not not actually care um which which is fine with me like you said i don't care if it's trench or not i think trench makes a lot of sense for for a bunch of reasons but if they if they were to come out and say it was somebody other in trench i fine okay um <laughs> it would be funny to have to see people have to apply all the Omicrons on Trench if he is the cap ship and going first <laughs> matters. <laughs> that that would make me laugh. 
I don't even have I don't have them applied, so it would hurt me just as much. But it would just make me giggle if that was true. I also I haven't looked because you can tell if the omicrons are going to make a difference with the speed, um, even if they don't have a ship yet. And I did not look to see if that would be required. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, that 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 would make me laugh. Like, look at my triple omicron trench. Yeah. Oh, you use them for TW? Nah, not really. No. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes I get to auto deploy him with Hotbot. I guild, assign it. <laughs> Just he doesn't 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 deploy with a cron, but that's okay. Hmm. <laughs> he is. I mean, I will say he he does actually. Um, uh. He does actually do really well on defense in TW, um, but not not with triple Omicron. You don't need triple Omicron for that. You just need to give him Watt, and he'll do really well. That's true. But anyway. Maybe the next um, capital ship will be Trench and Watt. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> the first, the first capital ship that requires two pilots. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Just, just so we we can all cry as we relic ten or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm making myself sadder and sadder as I. <laughs> Yeah, it's not yeah. gonna be. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna be okay. Um, no. Um, so these these January releases, we we rarely. <clears throat> I would say you could rarely predict what they're gonna be. Like Zori was a random, you know, just a random faction. She kind of came. Yeah. All right. So let's let's pretend like we're just on. You know. Continuous, continuously talking, and there wasn't a problem with this. Um, right. So pe people listening on, uh, people listening on on just the podcast itself, they'll they'll just won't even notice that right. crap, that I crashed for a minute. Oops. <laughs> um, yeah. So we talked about the ship for the ground team. Um, what do you for the ground team? What do you think? uh the character what faction's he coming from who who's getting a boost yeah that's a good question i like the point you were making right right before uh i stopped being able to hear anything uh was you know like you can't really tell zori was just a one-off and i mean this it, so so was tied defender honestly that was that was the other january release we had last uh last year yeah um I don't know. I I would like it to think that they're just looking for one faction that could use a boost, and I would love like bounty hunters is what I would love because I feel like they yes we've gotten a little bit of love here and there, but they they just they're kind of losing traction lately. I yeah I, all right that makes a lot of sense um, because I I don't think I used bounty hunters the last two rounds. Um, I actually that's not think I know I know I didn't use bounty hunters the last two two rounds I just did part of that is because I went very very efficient offense and had 
way too many offense teams. Um, but they can definitely they can definitely use a friend. Like Zam has kind of seen her days. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, I know. She she used to be so she used to be so mandatory for early accounts. It was like, how do you beat Darth Revan? I don't have anything to beat Darth Revan. Oh, Zam will get me there. Zam with yeah. the bounty hunters. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, I do not regret the Zam Omi at all. I just rarely use it now. Like, it's run its course. I guess it's two years old. Like, fine. Like, that's fine. <laughs> it lasted. It lasted a year and a half to two years. Um, I'm okay with that. But, yeah, they could use something better than Zam. Yeah, that that would be nice. Some kind of some kind of bounty hunter lifter would be would be cool. I'd be, I'd be down. Um, otherwise, I like in chat someone was saying uh, like an old Republic lifter that that lifts like Karth and company. I don't I don't know if that's gonna happen. Oh, you know you know what I think is a possibility actually is um that that Wookiee Jedi guy. Oh, uh, from yeah. Bad Batch. I f I forget his name off the top of my head, but um. Oh my god, I'm angry at myself because I know Genji. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. in the Clone Wars when they were getting the, the Kyber crystals with snips. Yeah, yep. He he's a he's a Clone Wars character first, yep. And he yeah. he got about as much time uh, in the, the Bad Batch, but I think that's possible because they the Wookiee team is honestly it's fairly promising right now. Like it's it's not that great right now. But I feel like it, it's it's close to being decent, you know. Like the when, when we got this right. when we got the Wookie Crons, it, it was a legitimately strong team, and uh, all we need is someone that kind of boosts them in in similar ways. And I, I think right. you start having a pretty problematic team, and he, he would work great. I think he'd be a great one to work, to have because he'd be non required for anything, but he would really boost a a team that kind of could use it like. Like Zori. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree there. Um, but that's a good call. Just trying to think of what other factions, like you mentioned bounty hunters. Um, what I should do is just pull up my plan and be like, what faction don't I use anymore? <laughs> um, let's see. It's a good I question. I didn't use Qui-Gon, but that's going to change this week. Because I, I actually got Keller in. Um, oh, you got him 7-star? Yeah. He's good. He's so much fun, man. I, I used him in Territory Wars a couple times. He's We could talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, he's yeah. he really does boost the team, the hell out of that team. It, it is so much better now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Rebel Fighters would be good. With a little boost. Yeah. Um, Sure. So, I mean, Saw's already kind of knocking on the door of like, it's already a pretty tough team to beat. Yeah, but is it going to be a pretty tough team to beat once these Rebel Crons go away? Uh, what I'm saying is, if they get a little boost from a new character, that could put them over the edge yeah. of like being a pretty good team, is, is what I'm saying. I'm not okay. saying, right. I'm not saying that they're amazing right now, just on their own. Like, I right. think that there's still going to be a few decent builds, maybe, but, but yeah, I do think. Just an extra character. Rebel Fighter is a great target because there's there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, the, right. the Cassian show probably has a ton of different people that you could add from it. I know you're bored by the show, but 
I, I think the show at least gives you characters that you could maybe add to the game. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um and it'd be nice if it's somebody that boosts either Saw or Mon Mothma. Like you have to pick. Uh, or it can, you know, it, it could list lift either one of them. That would be nice. Um <laughs> Well right now they're kind of fighting over Kyle Katarn a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um just give us another Drogon. Honestly, Drogon has turned out to be a fantastic character, and he's one. Of, he's he's not quite on the level of Cat, but I wouldn't mind having him on multiple teams as right. well, similar to Cat. You're like, oh, can I could I actually just have a Leia team without um without Drogon? Like, what how, what would that look like? That Man, sounds I- kind of nice. I've seen a bunch of people play CLS with Drogon and a Leia team without Drogon. I yeah. don't advise that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, after having fought it, there like the Leia team has no threat. Um, you know, you're not killing cheaply. Like I don't mean, but like I've seen people losing with Jabba. It's like, oh no, Drogon just burned my Boosh and she disappeared like that doesn't happen if there is no drogan that there's just like zero threat at all um yeah he's like the one hope it's not so much of a hope but it is a hope i i am uh, curious to see the stats i wouldn't be surprised if java was like 85 percent you know so not, I mean, still a super strong counter but one of those where it's like oh maybe this wasn't the automatic when i thought it was I also, I've also seen a lot of people misplay it hard. Um, they're like, "I don't get it." No, I didn't. I didn't attack. I didn't attack Leia once, but I don't get why I didn't win. And it's like literally just point at Leia and hit auto. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> go forth. <laughs> you know what doesn't work when you do that? The version of Leia. I ran into this because uh, our dear friend Weevil. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Is Akbar uh, Omicron Akbar lead? Yeah. just effed up my Jabba team. It was uh, yes. kind of yeah. traumatic a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's going to end this week though because it gets beat by JML. It's it's like one of those where if when it catches you off guard, but then in week two you see the um, the stats on it and you're like, oh, okay, I see the counter now. I know what to do with it i think i might still try running it see if i can catch someone off guard we'll see yeah that's fair but then people don't know what to do with their java like the right now people have a really nice use for java it's like hey i'll just use him to get max banners against leia would be good yeah and then if you don't have that i'm not saying that java can't find a good place to be but he he's gonna he'll be challenged a little bit more he's like because people don't know People don't know how to use job on offense. Like there are times that I even I'm like, well, I've practiced with job on offense a lot. There are times that I make misplays though. Cause it, you just job has been such a defensive powerhouse for a long time. Uh, right. Where you just, don't, I don't have much practice. It's like using Malgus on offense. I'm like, Oh, this is really good. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like yep. the, the same guy that's driven me absolutely crazy. And I can't kill on, him on defense. Turns out he's good when I use him on offense too. So imagine that. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I could I could see honestly now I, I know that it's it's probably unlikely that I just pegged it, but I feel like Gungi would be like the perfect the perfect release for this month. I, I don't know for sure, but especially because Bad Batch are coming out later this year, Bad Batch three. Um, right. You know, and, and it's not associated with any like long term builds that they that they're going to yeah. be working on. Like um well, like what were the what were the themes this year? I, I didn't really even try to capture that, but like uh, you know, we got a lot of rebels this this year, for instance. Yeah, um, well, it was the anniversary of uh, right. So that makes I, so it makes sense that we had a lot of that. I wouldn't be surprised if they switch and move into the high the high republic area or the old republic. Both. High republic, old republic. Yeah, I I could see <laughs> that the the yeah. um. The older than the movies republic right yeah. right yes <laughs> um yeah it, it wouldn't surprise me if we go in there we had a we had a whole bunch of books that came out on that um i don't yeah i, I don't know well because bane so bane is coming and he's from before the movies so i mean we could we could enter that era yeah, I mean, they've shown their willingness to in, to go into uh, the 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 books, the the EU, the expanded universe right. legends material. Um, and yeah, like they they have Afra. Afra exists only right now, at least she only exists in comic book form. Yeah, you know, so they they absolutely could go into the High Republic stuff or or Old Republic. Um, I, I like the I like that about CG. Like they're willing to to actually release characters that aren't you know specifically canon right now. Right, kind of kind of cool. Yeah, it really opens up the possibilities. I hope they do. Honestly, that would be great if they did some like High Republic stuff. I, I'd be down with that. I don't know anything about the High Republic. I I was actually that's yeah. that's been on my list of pretty soon. I'm going to get all the High Republic books and just read all of them through. Because I think they just yeah. finished one of their like eras or whatever. Like they're doing phases of the books of the story. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like a it's a, like a greater arc over the course of however many years. And um I think they just finished one of those eras. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna get all of them and I'll I'll catch up on the canon stuff. But um be a good time to do that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a new TV show coming out for it with the acolyte and stuff. Um, and actually, the, there's already a TV show out for it. It's just uh, for little kids. It's the um, <laughs> like young Jedi, whatever right. it is. Like, like yeah. I watched watched it. It's got. I mean, I wouldn't recommend just an adult watch it by himself. Like, uh, you know, I, I would fully recommend Rebels or Clone Wars for people for an adult who wants to watch it for them on their own. Like, I think there's actually great content there. A lot of people will scoff. I'm a grown up. I don't. I don't watch uh, you know cartoons or whatever. That's fine. But um, those are great. The legitimately good stories. But the younger ones, it was fun to watch with my five year old. You know. Yeah. Sure. He, yeah. he really lo he really loved them. Um, but it's cool because it's set in the High Republic era. So they're wearing all the same like outfits and stuff that the Jedi used to wear in that era. It's it's uh, so it's kind of a cool. They're they're coming out with a second season of that soon. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I think well like this year so I, I think that 
I wouldn't be at all surprised if we had a big High Republic showing at some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yay for um yay for for the, the canon. <laughs> I, I don't know. I oh yeah, we don't need to talk about the 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 greater Star Wars canon and all that. Um it's just uh it's a, it's a very interesting world to live in right now. It is. For all of that. Yeah. Um um yeah. I said it in chat and um I know that not it won't it won't find that fertile of soil but I also wouldn't mind if they just went completely off the wall and added like the there was the Yuzon Vong way back in the day um and it never made it, it was canon of course but it's now legends material it's like an alien race that invades the galaxy and it's all like all their tech is organic and you can't use the force against it for whatever reason. And like they took over like Coruscant and, you know, ruined the galaxy for a long time. And they were almost canon. They actually had uh, in the Clone Wars, a few of like their scouting vessels and yeah. stuff were going to be in Clone Wars season seven. Like they already, they have like the art ready for it and everything. And then the, you know, this transition from, from Lucas to Disney uh, happened, and uh, it was scrapped. But they were almost canon. They they almost got there. Um, we were this close. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. I touched it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we we were really close. But it was. I, I wouldn't mind something weird like that. I don't know. That that seems a little too outlandish, though. People would be like, "Why are we spending a whole year on this weirdness?" Yeah. But yeah, you know. Um. Yeah, I got a people, a couple people in chat talking about it. Like they, they recognize, they recognize the genius of the Vong. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I also won't mind if we just don't see the the Yuzan Vong ever in this game. Right. <clears throat> they killed Chewie, man. Yeah, how dare they, assholes! I know they they crashed a moon into him. I mean, if you're gonna kill somebody, that's <laughs> that's certainly a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. I, I feel like if someone crashed a moon down on me, I'd be like, "All right, just put it on my tombstone, and we're good." Right, like you earned that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure that to make sure like the the epigraph says that like, um, that that they did it for me. I wasn't just like a casual yeah, bystander. Right. <laughs> it took a moon to take me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah. A good uh, a good death. Mhm. Mm yep. Uh all right, let's um hold on. I was going to say let's get into podcast questions, but we only actually have 3. Oh. This week. Um so let's actually get into them and then we'll We'll have, we'll have time for other stuff. Sure, man. Um, and actually, this is very relevant. The first one is very <laughs> relevant to the start of this, uh, of the podcast. So my guild is making the push for the six 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 bucks in February. What are the relic level? What relics give the most bang for the buck? For 
I would say for both the raid, but then also, you know, they're not going to be completely worthless. <laughs> sure. So let, let me go first, because I, I know the more broad strokes, and then you, yeah. you can fill in the granularity for, for the bigger ones. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, right now, Aiden is just screaming to work on her, because she's got an amazing ship, and it's part of the, the counter to Leviathan, unless you want to do the mirror. Yeah. Um, and then Han and Chu or Han and Piet are two that you need at Relicate, anyways. Um, yeah. Obviously, Leia. If if you're gonna work on Leia, if you're gonna get her, um, and then Drogan going with Leia, you want your attacker to be hitting hard, anyways. So an extra, <clears throat> extra couple relics. Hey, why don't you go? I'm I'm gonna need to clear my throat. Okay. Yeah. So the the nice part about the 666 box is you only need five R8s um, to hit it. And that's, like you said, it's Aiden, 3PO, then Piet Han, and Leia. Um, the, the power ones, other than who you mentioned, to get to R7 is like Scout is already going to be there. Um, but then Hera. Hera is great to bring up to R7 for this raid and for the Phoenix. Like, I don't think you're going to... If you have Captain Rex, you're not going to feel bad about Hera. And she is so good in the raid. Um, yeah. Then um, you'll have Jedi Knight Luke, Chewie, Krex at R7. Like, that's... You already have them. And then you just need the rest at R5. Like, it's, it's, it's not that bad. You do... If you're looking at specifically who's going to help me in this raid, <laughs> um, Chirpa and Akbar, they are like raid superstars, and they unfortunately they're they're the two that are kind of like, well, I'm not going to use you anywhere now. Uh, but Chirpa and Akbar, man, in this raid, they just do magical things. So if you're looking at best bang for the buck for the raid, those two will instantly like ignite two of your teams yeah i mean i i i agree like when i use them at lower relics it, it's always like oh yeah that's pretty good i, I like this yeah. and uh, you know like akbar I, I mean he i think his time isn't like he's he's not totally done yet anyways i think i think his fleet might end up having its day in the sun, or at least a small part of the, his day, stay in the sun. Um, the Chirpa is a little bit harder for me because it like Ewoks are generally, they're, they're actually a fairly good squad uh, with, with Nisa now. Like they, they, they are. Do some, yeah. They do some decent stuff. Honestly, that, that that's not a terrible squad. You just, you got to invest in them. You don't, you don't have to take them to relic nine, but you, you do want them to be pretty high relics. And, uh, so putting putting rel a ton of relics on Chirpa, it's like, well, that's just one of five that I've got to put a lot of relics on. Right. Out outside the raid, Chirpa is is he's not even the one that you would put relics on. Like that's that's the problem. Like he's he's not the Nisa, he's not the Wicket, like he's not even the the Ewok you would put relics on. But inside the raid, if you're looking for like I only want to gear up like three characters, mm -hmm. he's he will get you where you want to go because um 
between it's him and Scout. Uh, him and Scout will get two point four easy, and that's not an Omicron Scout. It's just him and Scout at R eight will get you two point four million on their own as a two man. It's like, hmm. oh God, that's so worth it. Unfortunately, <laughs> if, if 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 you are trying to level up, um, you know, if you're trying to min max teams essentially, where you're you're only doing two man teams and all that stuff. And to be clear, that's Scout Trooper, not Ewok Scout in the raid. Um, <laughs> Ewok <laughs> Scout, Ewok Scout just got totally shafted. It's like, well, you're the one character on this whole list that no one wants for any reason, including the raid. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, because like I can give. So I I've hit now seventeen. I, I'm well over seventeen million um, for my on my main account on my raid score. And so it's the scores are Leia Solo gets me 2.7. Jedi Luke Chewy Rex get me 2.1. Iden 3PO gets me 2.1. Gideon Drogon 2.1. Akbar Stark 2.1. And then Chirpa Scout 2.4. As nice. as by minimals. I actually um oh and Piet Han, sorry, I didn't mention them. Though they're uh 2.2 and then I finish it up with Veers, Hera, and Range Trooper at 1.5. Yeah, because that's it. Yeah, that, that's my only R7 team, that Veers, Hera, Range Trooper one, because they're not going R8. <laughs> um, but doing doing it with a bunch of two mans really lets you really lets you um min max. And I I actually score higher with most of those teams. With most of the two man item teams, I can get two point two five. Um, but that that requires many restarts, unfortunately, to do that because it's like, oh, I want to stack evasion on you. Damn it, you dodge. Now I have to restart because every time they dodge, you you lose stacks and you lose score, and it's a pain in the ass. What do you need for max crate? What's the average for the max one, the max box? Uh, so I think technically it's like sixteen point eight, but you generally want like most most guilds make seventeen as the yeah. requirement. Most guilds like yeah. the the like six or seven that are actually doing it, but <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, I've I've heard of a, a few more that are starting to push towards it. No, I mean, uh, it, it's very doable. And the core of the characters, like, if, if here's the thing. If it was just a bunch of eccentric, awful characters, except they're good in the raid, that would that would suck. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say, like, go for a bigger crate. But so many of the characters are relevant. Like, I'd, I've never really wanted a Relic 8 Moff Gideon. Like, Relic right. 5 just seems fine to me. But yeah, I also use him almost every match. I, I don't mind him being Relic 8. You know, right. like he that that's a fine investment that and it's a character that I'm gonna use. Like most of the characters, and then if you have to end up filling in with a couple characters that are like, ah, all right, not my right. favorite, but okay, fine. Chirpa, get over here, asshole. You know, like right, right. Then that that's okay. Uh, honestly, like uh, if if you have to do that, if your whole guild is doing it, you're gonna get repaid for it anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I the only two that 
the only two characters I don't use every single GAC is Akbar and Sherpa. Um, but like 3PO, I never needed 3PO at R8, but fine. Like that's, he was already R7, so one one relic level. It's like, all right, that's fine. Um, it really, it really is not. Stark, Stark is another one where I'm like, you were perfectly fine at R5, but, yeah. you know. And for a lot of people now, now that they've changed the, the Kron uh, requirements, he's perfectly fine at Relic 3. <laughs> right, right, yes. Um, yeah, no, but they're they're not they're not awful. If there's only three characters that I'm like, eh, for for the new raid, that's that's not that bad. Like I'm I'd rather not, but at the same time, like you said, I am going to be repaid like multiple times for those three bad characters. Right. Yeah, I, I mean then that's exactly it. If you're just doing it to to like help your guild a little and like your guild isn't doesn't have a specific goal in mind, like you're just gonna get pissed. You're like, guys, right. I, rel I I put relic eight on Chirpa for you. <laughs> you you you, yeah. ba you bags of dicks. And they, you know, like they that that's enough to be frustrated. Like you you want to leave after that because everyone's like, oh, her, her, I just you know, I just put I just put relic seven on ETH Koth as a joke. You know, like you're gonna get pissed about that kind of thing if if your guild doesn't have uh, that level of coordination or organization or shared mission. But if everyone right. is doing it, then you start being like, you might you start saying, "Wow, that that person put relic eight on Chirpa. That's awesome. It's motivating. Like you love to see yeah. that in chat. You know, in the little the little text box or whatever that shows, you know, the guild chat thing in game. Um, that that yeah. no one uses to, to actually talk, but um. It's nice to see what people are upgrading, and that's the kind of thing that would motivate me, at least. Yeah, no, it was nice. We actually, so our plan was hit to ma hit the max box by the end of this month, but we did it last. Well, I guess now we we've done it twice. So we did it, not this immediate past raid, but the one prior to that, just because every everybody in the guild bought in. You know, we we showed them the math of how applying these R8s will get them many, many more. R it's going to, it's like applying these R8s will be the equivalent of 10 additional R8s. And they're like, oh, that math adds up. And everyone bought in fast, which was fantastic. Like, it was, it was great to see that they were all like, yeah, no, we're just going to do this by the end of December. And then we're back to normal. Right. Uh, well, and for the people who are listening with smaller guilds that that aren't to, in reach of this kind of thing, you know, I, I think you can reach a similar point of you could probably find, I mean, even more ways to motivate people to get, you know, maybe not the max crate, of course, but like, right. if, but but you could get to the next crate that that your guild kind of would wouldn't normally get to, and if you could get everyone on board, like uh, the the max crate requires a few characters that are little dubious a little sketch that, that you're yeah. little you kind of regret a lot like on some levels you regret um for for all the other crates though it's like you're just helping your own roster like you're gonna have those characters to that level anyways or if you don't if you weren't normally going to it like if you're a competitive minded anyways 
that's going it's going to help you like do you have to have relic seven or relic eight on Aiden? Then no, you don't have to. But she's awesome in so many different places that you're not yeah. gonna regret it if if you're you know. She she's awesome, man. She she is. Yeah, no for for the six 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 box, I only needed Akbar and Sherpa R five, which I mean, okay, I think I had Akbar R four. I thought he was R3 for a requirement. Maybe I just gave him a relic level. Um, but like R3 to R5 is not bad um, for for the 666 box. So those useless tunes don't need to be as useless for those lower boxes, like you were saying. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you already need a Relic 3 on Akbar. It's not too much to get him up to 5 if you want right. to do something with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a valid question, though. It's an interesting... I feel like this this raid is more roster-friendly than the crate raid was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad we're not going... We didn't go for the max box in the crate raid. Um Gosh. You have to use Tuskins every time. Dear Lord. Uh, that, well, so this one, I do I do restart a lot of my runs. So I can't, but it doesn't feel as bad as when I was in Crate. Um, like doing, actually hitting Crate. Uh, I feel like I spend less time doing this one, even with hmm. restarts, because... I, I don't know. Um, uh, you're only... also... Oh, go ahead. Oh, it, it's also because it's less mechanics. It's like you're hitting two buttons. It's like right. one, three, one, three, one, three. That's, yep. That's one, it. one, three, one, 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 <laughs> three, 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 one. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. I also, there, yeah, that, that's, that is a nice uh, factor. It's also, you know, we're only doing it once a week. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that part is nice. Um, what do you yeah. think you think our next uh, do, do you think it's possible that the next raid that they come out with will have similar mechanics like may, maybe they won't share the same mechanics as this but they'll just create an entirely new kind of weird you know there's four different health boxes and you know types of damage and it's all just completely you know <laughs> it, it's not it doesn't bow to the same same mechanics as the rest of you know like the crate raid was just like oh yeah okay health is health protection you know like but it, right it actually translated in this one i you know off the top of my head without having studied how to get you know my stuff way faster it's like what what is you know how do i do how do i increase my timber damage i i don't know you know <laughs> like i i hope the next raid is as mappable as this one is I don't think it's going to be like it might go back to the old the old way but like this this raid is extremely mappable like you can just write instructions like you you follow the Leia solo like to a T and it works. Oh yeah, every um, time, every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh the the troopers like you follow the instructions and it works. You just have to check to see if you want the max score. You just have to check to see did one of your characters dodge in the first two level um, waves. 
which is which is easy to see because your stacks drop by 10 and you're like i was at 20 why am i now at 10 um the the jkl team it is it is like a step-by-step guide of how to get the highest score with it like i hope the next raid is like that i agree i agree um I feel I do feel bad for the people who are uh, still getting motion sickness, but yes, um, well that I agree. That's that's that is why it's so nice that's mappable because they don't even need to look at their screen. They can just be like, "All right, I hit this button, then this button, then this button, then this button." Um, oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. That's the one place that I do switch mods on is the Leia solo. Uh, and once yeah. you, because it's it isn't just okay. I have to swap mods, and that takes a while. And then I have to reset like seven times to get the perfect score. It's just you run it once, and you click the exact the buttons in the exact order they tell you to, and you get a two point seven. Like no right, no question. As long as you hit, you have to hit the right stat uh, thresholds on the remod. But yeah. otherwise, which actually it was a kind of. Kind of a challenge to get to those on my alt, but right. the The hardest part is the modding, um, but once you get there, you're there for the next nine months. <laughs> like that's that's the nice part as well. Um, it's like my my raid modding is locked in now. I don't I don't need to change anything when I swap mods on my main account. They hit get over 17 i do i do mod swap every team on my alt account just because i'm a tryhard, i mod swap five teams and then the last three i don't yeah that's fair i i don't honestly i've been upgrading my um odb account my my middle account more yeah just just because I mean, Husky Patrol, my, my main account does do more damage right now. And I, I am actually really legitimately targeting raid characters to upgrade. Um, but the my uh, middle account, they're, that guild, they're, they're considering at least going for Max Crate. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'd, I'd, I'd throw in. If, if, they'd, if they decided to actually go for it, I'd, I'd put some more effort in. Yeah, I, I mean, if you the the trick is, can you as a guild get there early enough? Um, because like, if you mm-hmm. don't make the push for the max box until like April, you're not going to get a return on an investment. Um, right. right. But I, I think for us, the math was like, if you had to get there by like the mid or the end of February, and it to even out to just net zero it. Um, and we got there by the end of December, so we're we're way in the positive. But for most people, like if if you make the push, like now is the time to push. <laughs> Don't wait. It's right. If you wait, it's not worth it. Right. Like if if you incidentally in increase your scores, yeah, uh, over time, then that's great. But yeah, it's it's gonna it's not gonna be like, hey guys, uh, you know. We only have a couple months left, but everyone put Relic 8 on their Ewok Elder. Right. You know, like, okay, well, that was pointless. Good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, I think, yeah, you're right. Work on it right now. 
Right. And, and if you get there, great. Um, and don't try for three man teams. Like if you if you are in the push, don't don't do the three man teams first. You like gear up your two man teams, um, and then then you can expand because you can expand your score once you have the two man team at like two point two million. You can add a third if you want to get more more of a score, but you don't have to. So that's the nice part about the Imperial Trooper uh, evasion mechanic teams. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm uh, I'm glad I'm glad they structured. Uh, initially, I I was I was pretty concerned about the raid. I'm glad it it's it's better. It's better than I initially thought. So, yay. Yay, it doesn't suck. Yeah, but just let's just <laughs> let's just get ready for what July or August, whenever whenever the next right. one is. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> um yeah. All right. So here's the next question. Um does it make sense to G twelve uh ISC and Gar to build a mall team while you wait for Lord Vader? Uh, or is it more important to take armor and candy up to relics first? So if you're building a mall team, because you're not going to get Lord Vader anytime soon, do you focus on Gar and Imperial Super Commando right now, or do you focus on candy armor? And say this is for like K2-ish level. Yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with the Gar ISC team. I mean, it it does some crazy damage, and if you're not going to get Lord Vader, that's a pretty good place. I I like Maul with, uh, you know, like the Seer Malakos team. But look, looking at the numbers against most of most of the even Kyber One Ray comps out there, even with the even with the good Krons out there, uh, you you can still you can still get by most of the time without Maul on that comp. Um. Though I think there are some some of those ray comps. Like I faced a, a ray comp with Cat recently, where it was like if I didn't have Maul, that wouldn't work. So I, I would love Maul to go there for people. I, I like, but yeah, I, I think I think Candorous and Armor. I I love that team. I miss that team. I don't use that team really that much. I would. Uh, I think it's kind of dead. I think Gar and ISC are probably. Probably the future. I, I don't know. What do you think? Uh yeah, I I think Garden ISC. Well, so here's here's the struggle I have. I think you're probably right with Garden ISC. But what I will say is Armor pokes her head up in other teams um as well. So she does. Um so getting her up will give you flexibility in the future. But Gar and ISC make make the Leviathan counter easier. So uh, I'm going to say Gar and ISC as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sad. I I love Candorous going with Maul, um, but just not not as much of a thing anymore. I guess I guess you technically could have Candorous with on the dark side. Uh, you could, yeah. Team, so, so just work on all four. <laughs> <laughs> do, do it all. Uh, 
Yeah. All right, let's see. Um Okay, so we spoke about Gidme, but there's not really any current videos on counters or anything like that. So what is the mechanic of the Gidme squad that's making it so great right now? Oh, there are video. I mean, I have a Gidme video. I I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know if there's not a video out there. I I feel like yeah, there there's at least one cuz I made it. Um the <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing as always. Uh, well, so first off, everyone's everyone needs health. Like that, lately everyone has just been like, "Hey, um, you want to just max out every character with as much health as possible?" Sure, that 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 sounds great. Uh, so you you do that, and then the Gidme counter it it just gives you all that. It it gives you a ton of protection up, stat, which in turn Padme turns into courage. And and then it does every stat, every five courage you have turns it into um it, it turns it into about 40% max health damage. So it just one shots characters. And if you give it it you have to have Galactic Republic supports. That's the only, it's the only people who are gonna get the those buffs from Gideon. But uh He's just so naturally fast. He goes before all those teams, a lot of teams, and reduces all their turn meter. Padme can't lose turn meter, so the or the rest of their team, and the rest of the team just uh, you just start one shotting people. If you have Shock T there, she also dispels their protection up uh, yeah. first before before she applies the damage. So, yeah, I I don't know. Is there anything else to add to that? No, I, I think that's I think that that's the whole point of it it's uh gideon goes gives your team a crap ton of courage and then you translate that courage into killing somebody um i will say one of the mechanics that i really enjoy that we don't see as much because a bad batch is useful in other places is having bad batch echo on the gidme team um it's like yeah. Oh, here's a dispel. You don't have a tank. Your your shiny whatever is dead because sometimes they'll put they'll put somebody down that is protection modded because like they have a taunting tank or something. Sure. And Bad Batch Echo solves that issue. <laughs> he does. You just got to be careful because uh, with Malakos on the on a team, you know, on on the oh yeah yeah like. He'll he'll give them damage immunity if you put health if you put healing immunity on then they right. also have damage immunity and like shock can dispel it I think but um yeah you gotta you gotta be careful I on my alt actually I just did pull that off with Padme um Padme Gideon uh shock T and then Tech and Echo yeah and they ended up killing Padme and Gideon right away um. <laughs> But I still I still ended up beating them, um, just because just because they're good. Like Tech and Echo are so good, and then honestly, it's really fun to have uh, Shock T hand uh, hand the turn to the clones, and it calls all of, both of them to assist. So it's pretty cool. And they're yeah. both and they're both Galactic Republic support. So if you don't if you don't absolutely need them on a Bad Batch team, yeah, that that team that team's really awesome. Right. Um, 
All right, last podcast question. This is kind of a longer one, which is why I saved it for last. Um, and this is in relation to a prior conversation we have had. So it's kind of a follow-up question to fixing GAC in the end game, um, which was talked about on the brown table. So imagine this. How would you feel? GAC match where you and the opponent or possibly the whole weekly pod is allotted a, a certain amount of power to spend or, you know, GP. Then before lock-in, you choose the tunes that add up to the allotted GP amount. Uh, this would make it harder to solve in mid-max because every week is going to be different and every person's going to pick different teams. And you can only select tunes from your roster, so farming good teams is still incentivized. Um, and Datacrons can obviously play a part in that because you're going to take teams that have Datacron. So how, how do you feel about that? Essentially, a... You know, your roster's 12.4 million. CG at the begin, beginning says you only get to bring 8 million into this into this fight. You pick, though, not them. I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. I think what what the first thing that comes to my mind is it seems like it would take a long time. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I agree. Um, I think I would get very excited for that in weeks that I wasn't busy. Because that sounds like it takes a lot of work. Um, so I think it would be a lot of fun. I yeah. am just too busy in real life right now for it, unfortunately. Yeah, um, what did what did my opponent take? Like, does he have Jabba? Did he just decide not to take Seath Eternal Emperor this time, right? In favor of some weird other comp? Like, I I do think that that's an interesting idea. Um, and and it would solve the idea of you know like the idea of CG saying, all right, uh, we're just not gonna have Imperial Troopers this this week, and you're like, well, that's like my literally my only good squad, right? So that sucks, but I. I, I don't like the idea of CG just randomly selecting squads. Like, my main account would be fine. It'd be kind of fun to learn how to adapt. But other uh, there, there are reasons I farm things. And if they just decide to remove them from po the possibility of me using them, that, that just screws me over in, in a pretty big way. So I I like the idea of you can choose which things to leave out. That That's a cool idea. But yeah, trying to decide, like, oh... What do I do? I need Tuscans. I'm not sure. What about Zori? We don't need, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, do I bring Short Trooper? It's sure. It, it's nice to have a pre taunt. Yeah. Sometimes right. I, I won't always use him, but maybe I need him. Yeah. So, just that it seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do like the idea. I just don't want to go through with it right now. <laughs> don't. Don't have time. Uh, I wish I wish I had more time. Like Denzel Washington. I wish you had more time. And I don't. <laughs> um alas. Yeah. Uh all right. That's all that's all the the podcast questions. So Zareth, what have what have you been working on recently, roster wise? Hmm. Well, I got Geo Brood Alpha to Relic 7 recently. 
because because okay. uh, I just I use him a lot as a as a just an off tank lately. Like I don't use geos that much, but I I feel like there's been a lot of times that I mean I'm at the point right now where. I feel a little exposed if a lot of my characters on a squad are just Relic 5. Like the people I'm facing a lot of times have, have just way higher Relics. And Relic 5, I realize that for some people, for, for most people, Relic 5 is a good and wonderful, it's a worthy number. Yeah. And for the people I'm facing a lot of times, I'm like, man, I'm already so outgunned. Like Relic 5, are they just going to get shot off the board instantly? So uh, like having a tank that it's two characters, what... It seems to me like, especially if he if they're the ones babysitting Sith Eternal Emperor and trying to get me to that alt, having having a couple relic levels on on Geo Brood Alpha might just mean an extra turn for Sith Eternal to be able to get to where he's going. Now, of course, soon enough he's not going to need anyone but Bane. But sure, it's yeah. good. To, I don't know the the brood alpha thing. You're getting it's a twofer as well. One of you upgrade one, then you get both of them with stats at relic seven. So that, yeah. that and then I think I think the biggest one. I don't know if we talked about it last time. Maybe uh, I, I have relic eight on Keller and Beck though, and, and to put his Omicron on, super fun, super fun character, um, and super fun Kron. Yeah, nice, nice. What about you? I um. I'm working on Kellerin. He's I'm probably going to lock in this week at R6 on him. The the nice thing is his protection number doesn't change from R1 to R8 um or R7. So I, I you know the difference between him at R6 and R getting him to R7 in time is just his health number. Um But yeah, so I am going to get Kellerin up to RE. I just, like we talked about at the start, I don't have signal data to do it. <laughs> um, so I did that because I want to finish off my raid teams. I have two more RHs to apply for the raid. Because uh, I did get Veers to R7 last week to, you know, pump up an extra 500,000 on my raid score. Um, so... This week, I'm going. My plan is Kellerin and then two more R8s for the raid, and then I can finally gear people I want to, uh, for, for the short term. Um, hopefully, IG12 is farmable soon, so I can start farming him and I'll get him up to R7 when, when I farm him. Um, uh, but yeah, so. Mm. One more week of me saying I, I geared up raid tunes and then I'm done. Nice. How far are you on Paz right now on your Paz? main account? Yeah. Uh I am 91 out of a hundred. So, getting... like, two more days or so. That's awesome, man. I've yeah. been getting the worst RNG. I like I am I am averaging less than six per day and uh shards per day. And I'm doing, I'm doing what, um, 25, no, 20, it's either 30, 25 or 30 attempts a day. Either if, even if it's 25, it's still pretty bad. Like I, I'm, it's horrifying actually. Like I, I just, I can't farm him, man. I'm not getting any yeah. shards. So, I, I mean, I'm still at 
still at 20 out of 100. And part of me wants to just buy packs to be done with it because it feels <laughs> miserable, but... um. But there's no yeah. need. That's a, that's that's the thing. There there is no need. Um, no, you don't you don't need him until it's time to have Bo-Katan. Right. Yeah, which isn't going to be for at least two more months. So we got some time. Um, yeah, yeah, I can just chill out. But I mean, it'll be a little more urgent to be working on Grogu, but uh, otherwise, right. yeah, yeah. And Keller and Beck is probably going to be the Cantina farm, but. I just he looked too interesting to me. I, I wanted to get him right away. I could pick yeah. one one character I could choose. I chose him. Right. It's gonna be nice. I, how are you gonna use Keller? Are you gonna stick him on defense or are you gonna use him on offense this week? I don't know. Uh this I, I need to see what people used to beat him this Fair. week. Uh because he got one shot two times, but I'm always, I'm always like, man, that's discouraging. I thought it'd do way better, and then it turns out someone used a GL both times. Right. It's like, it's like, oh, you sit the turn a lot him twice. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, all uh, right, yeah. Twist my arm. I'll keep him on defense. Um, yeah, I do know that. Uh, what's his name? Dark Gideon beats him. Sir, circling back to the beginning of the podcast. Damn it, uh, Dark Gideon does. I I know Dark Gideon beats him. Wow. Well, because it's it's um he has the revive and he gains turn meter when somebody dies. And it's really hard to kill Dark Gideon with cause base. Like my Dark Gideon base at R7 is 240k health and protection. Plus then he's getting seventy five hundred percent defense based on his lead and his unique plus. Plus, on top of that, he's also getting max health and protection. So, like, it's just really hard to kill Dark Gideon, especially with the AI controlling it. So, it's like they kill, you know, Moff Gideon. Dark Gideon gets a bonus turn, revives, and then you win. It's stupid. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah I, he's, he is quite the unit. He's thick, man. I haven't, yeah, I haven't decided how I'm going to use Kellerin. If it, if I'm just going to stick something strong on defense and keep Kellerin on offense, or vice versa, I, I don't know. Um, kind of like you, I, I want to see, I want to see the numbers, see how he was countered, and then see what he kills. Um, and that, that's going to make my decision because if he kills something big then he's going on offense and I can keep I can keep the flexibility of all my Jedi um you know on offense. But if he if he yeah. is really hard to kill but for a GL, then he's going front bottom instead saying, go ahead, use a GL on him. Please. Yeah, absolutely. He he seems he's a lot of fun, man. I used uh like I was talking about earlier today, uh or tonight i was i took him twice in territory wars again like we got we got matched with two really serious territory war um guilds and so hotski patrol decided not to try uh which is totally fine with me has my stamp of stamp of approval on it uh but the one thing i did want to test was his omicron and killing us killing a seer team like just automatically was 
it was just man it, it's crazy Kieti Mundy yeah. gets dialed up to like 10 million I, I one shot a Malakos <laughs> one time like just like Kieti Mundy gets a turn dead Malakos because he's got the pre-taunt cron yeah. and yeah Malakos like relegate well-modded Malakos oh, under you know Sierra gives him extra health Cal gives him extra health and and Kieti Mundy just has zero f's to give he just killed just one shot him so cool yeah um all right so here's the next question keller and lead or qui-gon lead uh, i mean i think there's a good reason to do keller and lead in territory wars I, I don't i don't know i don't i think i want qui-gon lead in threes though, <sighs> or in fives I, st- I, I still think it's keller and lead in in gac like, because off the rip, you're getting 70% offense for your entire team. Like, who needs who needs a Qui-Gon sacrifice when your team already has 70% offense added? Yeah, I mean, I guess consistent offense versus crazy burst offense is the question. Um, right. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing some footage of him in it, it seems to me. To me, it seems like his his lead is lacking a little bit in without without his Omicron, but I I could be wrong. I could be convinced otherwise for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um What have you oh, I guess you haven't you didn't have him ready this week. So you, did, did, you weren't no, running. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I, I got him after lock. Like I got him a day or like the the day of lock, but after the lock. I was so mm. so disappointed about that. So I, I haven't done anything with him yet. And I didn't face him at all yet. Which is weird. I was in a top 200 pod and I didn't face Bo or Kellerin this week. Yeah, I didn't face Bo. I did face two Kellerins, though. Yeah, uh, that- that's that's a lie. I did face a, a three-star gear 11 Kellerin. For those of you that have him that are like, I'm supercharging the Qui-Gon team, my, um, my Bad Batch still won that fight. Right. In case I mean, you're wondering. <laughs> I think the big thing would be like if you can outspeed your opponent's yeah. uh bad batch, then then uh, you know, like a three star wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Uh but yeah, you're right. Like uh <laughs> sure, bad batch will still wipe the floor with them. Right, right, yeah. Bad batch bad batch still easily worked. Um and I, I've heard a few people using bad batch on the three star, and it's just because he dies. I mean, I think mine has, I forget, it's like 190 combined health and protection or something like that. At three stars, you just don't have that. You just, you know, you, you stun you stun Anakin and then you kill Kellerin and he's dead. Right, yeah. So my, my protection, so just the protection stat on my eight star, which with, you know, I my eight star, my, my relic, eight uh, Kellerin, I'm at 146k protection. Um, yeah, I, I'm super tempted to just take him to nine just to get that extra blip, extra six thousand protection because of, of that stat. I don't know if it's worth it for relic nine, to be honest, for the entire. But I, I will say, uh, my my alt that has him relic or gear eleven, he's about a hundred thousand less protection. Like it's it's an obscenely. It's an obscene right. amount. Like you can't. <laughs> he's he's not nearly as survivable or buff. 
Like you, you just need him. You need you need those uh those really high the top mods that you can have with six E. Um and yeah, you, you need the you need stars. Like three stars isn't enough. Well it's right. not not as not as much anyways. I'm curious to see how it ends up going though with I, I'm guessing you can make some decent comps with him still. Like his his mechanics are good. He's just not gonna be as as tanky. I don't know. Right. You're right, though. Three stars is just inferior to seven. That's. <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't be a surprise, but I did. So I, I will say that he he isn't useless at three stars. Like ninety nine percent of the characters that have been released in the past year and a half are useless at three stars. He <laughs> is not useless at three stars, but he's also not not amazing at three stars at the same on the same front. <laughs> I remember when um, what's his name was released uh, Nihilus way back in the day. Oh yeah, um, at three stars he was fine, man. He was yep. great. Three stars, he's money. Yeah, go use him, man. Put as much gear as you can on him. Right. Yeah. He's that. So Kellerin's not quite there, but no. I, like you said, if you have the if you have, if you still have the super fast modding on the team, he can do something. Yeah, it seems like like you you don't you're not including him for extra damage, but I mean he's calling people to assist. He's uh, you know, there's things that he does on the team that are good, but right. yeah, he's just uh he he's not there he's not there for for all his damage and all all the stuff that you normally would want from him. So right, yeah, yep, um, this is fine. Yeah, all right. With that said. So this is going to be the rare case where the stream has hit the two-hour mark, but the podcast isn't going to have hit the two-hour mark because of technical difficulties. But it's probably <laughs> a good time sure. to wrap it up. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck, everyone. Hopefully you beat your uh, Bo-Katans that you face and your Keller and Becks that you face, and Dark Gideon proves that he's worth it. Um, thank you. Thank you, everyone joining us. And remember that evil sucks. Yeah, guys. It, it's still early. It's never too late in the year to stop being a dick. Keep keep working at it, folks. You got this. <laughs>